This episode of the Smalters Media Podcast is sponsored by Tithely. Tithely provides the best online tools to help you increase generosity, manage your church, and engage your members. From giving your church options to text to give, set up recurring online giving, and allowing your congregation to cover their own online fees, you can start collecting your tithes and offerings for completely free. <laughs> That's right, free. So head over to smallchurch.media forward slash tightly to get started. Now let's get into this conversation where we are talking about how you can turn your website into the central hub for your church. Ready to learn what that even means and how we can do it? Let's get it. This is the Small Church Media Podcast with Mark Hyde. Well, what is up, everybody? And welcome back to the Small Church Media Podcast. We are officially in October, which means we are almost into that Halloween season. Now, I know some churches like to, you know, hide away from the word Halloween and maybe do like a fall something or whatever. But I just want to encourage you with this one thought. If you are doing something for your community, whether that's like a drunk or treat event, some sort of fall party, or you are involved in some way, shape, or form in your community during this fall season, make sure you use your Facebook ads well and use those Facebook ads intentionally. Now, here's what I mean. A lot of times we'll create like an event graphic and just share that graphic all over the place, but so many times people want to see smiling faces on ads to kind of give a sense of not just this was made in Canva, but this is actually a real event for that. So if this is your second, third, fourth time doing a very particular or event, or event, I just said or event, <laughs> very particular event, make sure you use photos from last year's event in your advertisements. You can get permission from parents um, or hey, just use staff members. You don't have to necessarily worry about that. But either way, when you're trying to make events for your community to engage with and be a part of, the easiest way to let people know about whatever event is going on in your community is using Facebook, not Facebook events, but using Facebook ads. And if in that ads, you can create carousels where you can put maybe the graphic for the event, but then also include photos of people enjoying the event from previous years. Or if you have never had photos taken of the event, or this is the new event for you, Honestly, honest to goodness, it would be worth finding someone in your church to simply take photos of the event for future promotion. So I just wanted to put that thought in your mind where if you're doing an event, doing something special, make sure you get photos of it and get photos of absolutely everything. So let's jump into today's conversation, though, about how to turn your website into the central hub for your church. But again, before we do it, I want to remind you of our secondary sponsor, which is Servant Shot. So if you want to start creating vertical amazing sermon recap videos of your sermon to push out on places like TikTok, Instagram stories, or Facebook where you have some cool backgrounds. You can also include the captions, like closed captioning for those actual specific pieces. You can do all of that in less than 10 minutes per clip over on Sermon Shots. You can learn more about it over at smallchurch.media forward slash Sermon Shots today and Small Church Media Podcast listeners get 30 days free using the coupon code SCMP30 when you do that. So today, let's jump into the conversation about how to turn your website into the central hub for your church. 
Now, last week, we talked about the different types of website visitors and how you can serve them using your website. And last week, we primarily focused on people that maybe were new to the area or new to the faith or just had questions about their faith. And so many times, we don't answer enough of the questions that people have when they're landing on our website. And we need to make sure that on our church website, we try to answer as many questions as we can so that way when people are trying to plan their visit or they want to maybe learn more more about just what the church is about and how they can get involved, what our service is like. We need to use our website well in order to do that. We talked about having a plan your visit page. We talked about on each of the ministry pages, you lay out the mission and vision of those various ministries, how to contact or who to contact, what it's all about. Is there anything that they need to know like fees or dues or anything like that? But at the end of the day, the main people who are using your website most likely will be potential visitors of your church. And if your website is not serving those people well, they may go to a different church's website. Now, now, okay, great. Now, we are not in competition with all the other neighboring churches in our area, but at the same time, we need to make sure that if someone, if they land on only one church website because of a potential that either someone invited them to come or they saw something going on at the church or there's an event that you guys have coming down and you are the one church they look at, you gotta make sure you put your best foot forward. This week, though, we're going to turn the conversation a little bit and talk about can we use our website to serve our church members and create a central hub for our church members and church congregants? Now, we first have to ask the question, okay, so what even is a hub? Because I've already used that word like four different times. So what is a hub? A hub is defined as the center around which other things revolve or a focus of activity. So the center upon which all things revolve. This is why we call the, like on a car, the hub cap, the cap that actually, you know, covers up the hub and protects the hub from that. Everything else revolves around this one core center piece of peace. And now here's kind of a question that, well, what does now mean for your church then? Okay. So if we have hubs, it's kind of the center for all the things, not generally like old school ways, like generally like your county city building um, or your town hall back in the day, maybe was the central place in the community by which business was done. I now eat, I know for us here in South Bend, we have the county city building, which all things in uh, the county life happens at that actual building. But then, so how can we kind of have the same mentality and what does it mean for your church. For your church, you could create a hub, the place where all things center in your church life directly on your website. Because let's think about this real quick. How often do we say after like an announcement, okay, so check your bulletin for information on how to do it. Go talk with this person. Hey, Sue, can you stand up? All right, if you want to get involved with this ministry, go talk to Sue or email this person, email the office, go to all these different places, go to the Connect Center, go online, go to an elder in the back. We sometimes make the next step for people to take, no matter what that next step is, so constantly just frustrating and hard and not streamlined. And you wanna build trust in your people. And one thing that you can do to help build the trust in your people is to have every single action step that your church can take in one central location, no matter the ministry, no matter the event, no matter what is going on in the church. If you can have one center place where people can go to get information about your church or for your church or for sign up, that would build so much trust in your church. Now, we used to have something called a connect center or a welcome center where that primarily happened. But as the world is moving into the digital culture, we now need to start thinking about our website and how can our website now be the central hub for our church? 
Now, in previous episodes, we did talk about how to make a Sunday page on your website, like like one specific page where regarding your specific Sunday morning worship service, where people can go to one simple page where they can see the bulletin, fill out the connect card, download sermon notes. But this kind of takes that idea and takes it to the next level. Now, you can still have a sermon, like a Sunday page on your website, but this idea kind of takes what we talked about with that Sunday page and evolve it a little bit. And this idea seeks to serve your church people, both in the day-to-day life of your church, but also speaks into various parts of your church lives members. Now, let me first say this, okay, before we get into the rest of this conversation. Your church management software brags that it can do it for you by having some sort of app where everyone can download and get everything that they want to have right there inside of that app. But (laughs) in all my years of pastoring, here's one thing that I have learned. People don't want another app and learn how to use it. Now, granted, if you get an app from places like Planning Center, push people to use it and teach them how to use it on your website. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit. But also set up your website to serve your church so that way your people can get all the information that they need as quickly and you ready? as efficiently as possible. Because you want people to get information both quickly and efficiently, make it easy for people to figure out if they have to figure out answers to their questions and take those next steps. So let's start with this question then, okay? So what are people in your church needing from you? Now, granted, your website might already have all these pieces on your website, and then we'll take to, you know, help you take that next step to, you know, kind of gather them all into one place. But these are generally the things that people need from you as a church on your website. The first one is event information. Whether you need people to sign up, register, pay, show time, show details, all these different things, people have questions about events that you are doing in your church, whether it's for children, students, or adults, or church-wide. If you have an event, Put that information on your website so people can know what is going on. Another one is online giving, how to set it up, how to give just one time, and all the FAQs that people have with that. Learn more about groups or find a group for people to get involved with. If your church does seasonal groups where you have to sign up and once it's done, it's closed, or if you have open groups, you need to tell people about those. So when you can tell people, hey, here's all the various different groups that we have. We can get you plugged into all these different ones. Another one is request information to rent out the building, whether it's for a birthday party, an event, maybe even something that you do for the school system. Your church members want to know if they if they can rent the facility and then what do they need to do in order to do that. Another one is get information to ask for financial assistance. Another one is to start serving in your church. Where are the various areas by which they can serve? And then are there any applications or training videos that you could put on your website to help people get serving more quickly? Another one, and maybe you don't do this one on your website yet, is parenting tips and resources for each area of life. Another one is to get the weekly or monthly bulletin or announcements that the church has. Get information on past sermons, such as how to subscribe to the audio podcast, how to view them when they're out of town, how do you view the live stream. And then another one, I was just thinking about this since you know we're kind of in this stage of life for us, is how do ministry transitions work in your church and when do those transitions happen? Because for certain ministries, it's based on age. Some of them, it's by grade. 
a lot of times people in your church will have questions about what they need to do in each one of these areas and so many other areas. And so many times people will often call the office, email the office, go on the website, shoot you a Facebook message. But if you can create one simple, easy place for people to go to literally get answers to every single question that they can have about your church life in one place, my question is, would that A, build more trust in your congregation for you as the church? and also be more effective in helping people take the next steps in whatever way those next steps are. And this is where having a central hub on your website can truly help out your church because there's so many things that we can do better in church life. And here's how the hub can actually help your church. You can have every single signup happening or every single sign up happening. That was kind of weird. You can, <laughs> you could have every single event sign up happen on your website. And the best way to do this is to send the same people to the same place every single time, no matter the ministry. If they're signing up for something for kids or kids camp or uh, student camp or student leadership team or adult men's Bible study or men's breakfast or women's event, if you tell people to go to the same URL every single time to sign up for that event, rather than go to the women's page and click here or go to the students page and go here. No, 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 no. Send them to the exact same place every time to sign up for events. The chances of you having actually a better chance of people signing up goes up because they know how to do it. It's not something new. And I do want to say this is separate from your master calendar. You can have a master calendar on your website, but you want to make it easy and painless for people to find the events that are coming up and then have people sign up for it. Another thing you can do, and this is where a hub can help you out, is to train people on how to use certain core pieces of your church tech or software, whether that be instructions on your church management software, how to access their giving reports, how to update their kids' information, how to request use of the facility. Basically, just what are the different things? Maybe your church management software is like a planning center, CCB, and you want people to sign up there in order to do certain things. You can put the instructions on how to do that right here inside of the hub. You can also start putting information for your parents on the website to help them out in terms of getting resources and read articles and books and podcasts about whatever stage of life their child or teen are in. Because let's just be honest, okay? Parenting kids and teenagers, as I'm proven, I have a preteen right now, and whew, it's, it's, it's rough. A lot of times we have questions that we want to have, and if we constantly are telling our parents, hey, if you want to get resources or books or see what articles we recommend or listen to various different podcasts, rather than hit Google up, we've already curated a ton of amazing content for you. Just go to the hub to find out more information about that. Another one would be is if your pastor is starting to make action steps in his sermons or he's referencing books or he's referencing articles, you could put all of those things he references right there inside of the hub because people might I want to be like, oh, I want to read that book that pastor was talking about. And you're going to have a list of book recommendations from your pastor right there on your website. Maybe you can start taking your sermon notes and turning those into blog posts, whether you have one blog post per sermon, or maybe you have three different points for your sermon. Each one of those becomes a blog post. You can create a blog home right there inside of your hub, or if you just go to the hub and just get, you know, in, like the, the, this week's encouragement or something like that, or notes from the pastor's desk and just send people there where they can click and view more about that. That's an easy place to constantly send people. 
Here's another one, all right? We talked a lot about your Google business profile page, and that is the single greatest entity with getting your church found online. And one of the big things you need to do to help boost your Google My Business profile page, so when people are searching for churches in their area near them, that you'll come up near the top, is to start collecting amazing reviews for your church. Rather than tell people, hey, just search our church and hit a review up or whatever, you can actually put a little like button on your hub page where it says, leave a Google review for our church right there so people don't even have to like search how to do it. You just tell them to go to the hub, click the button, and you're off to the races. And then like I already said, any action step that you make in a sermon, you put that action step on the hub. You want people to start serving or fill out a serving request form, put it in the hub. If it was a big push to sign up for baptisms, put that in the hub. Any response you want to have, rather than saying just email the office or see me after service, put that in the hub so that way people can find it, fill out the information online, and then you can follow up with them during the week. Okay, so the next question is, is okay, so I know I firehose a lot of information at you. So with this central hub, the center place where everything lives, the next question is, how do you create this for your website? If you can create one simple hub where everything lives, how on earth do you do this for your website? And here is the easiest way to do it for your website, okay? Very simple. You create one page on your website and name it either the hub or member resources or whatever you want to name it, but create one web page on your website and then send people there and you constantly, you can either put buttons or pictures or text, whatever you want to do. You want to create a page on your website that is simple in URL structure. So you could say, you know, like mychurch.com forward slash hub. H-U-B, or you can do mychurch.org forward slash resources. Whatever URL you wanna do, you wanna make it simple and you wanna make it memorable for your church, but then you wanna create an easily designed graphical design for your website. And you can do this through buttons with text, like literally just simple buttons, or what most people recommend is you have a picture at the top and then below that you have a button. So that way you can visually also categorize and see what is going on and see what button is connected with it. If you wanna know more about what a good, well-designed hub page will look like in your website, I'm gonna include some links in our show notes for you to click on and then go see what those hubs could actually look like. So make sure you go to smallchurch.media and then go to the podcast. See, this is where I get started. I need to have a better hub for my own podcast, right? <laughs> Go to smallchurch.media and then you could literally click on the menu tab and click podcast and click the most recent episode of the podcast. And then that's where you can get the show notes right there on the page. Or you could also just view the show notes on whatever listening device you're listening to, whether Apple Podcasts, Google, or Spotify. But hit up those links and you can see what some decently designed hubs could look like for your church. Because here's the deal. You can create a really great idea with the hub, but if it's designed poorly, the chances of people actually using it will go down. Another thing you can do though is not just have a hub on your your website, but also have a like a, a members drop down resource on your page. So like it would almost be like um on your you on your um on your, why am I having a hard time with this? On your menu navigation, there you go. So on your menu navigation where you have like ministries, plan your visit, gifts, sermons, whatever, you could literally just have a member resources drop down where people can also see each one of those action steps. Sometimes they could be bigger action steps or smaller because you don't want to have a thousand different drop downs for each different event unless you want to do that. You definitely could. Or you could just have a, you know, view and sign up for events and then that takes you to whatever the primary events sign up page that you have. You could also 
do that on your website. So you can have a simple page where it's literally, you click the word, the hub, and it takes you over to said hub for your church. Or you could have a bunch of drop-down menu options for member resources. Or the other option, what you could do is, I'll, I'll put a link in the show note for this one. You could also create a whole new website that functions as your church's hub. Now, this one, if you're very skilled, I mean, sure, you could definitely go ahead and do it. I don't feel like you necessarily need to do it because you could always purchase a new domain name set up a redirect. So if you go through GoDaddy and you buy a new domain name on GoDaddy, that's a little different than your main one. So it could be like, you know, uh, mychurch.com. And instead it could be something like um, mychurch.info or something like that. I don't know. You could buy a new domain name. Inside a place like GoDaddy or wherever you buy your domain name, you can set up a forwarding address where it goes from this to a very specific web page on your website. For example, our church did this with christmasinsouthbend.com. If you go to christmasinsouthbend.com right now, it will take you and redirect you to southsidesbc.org forward slash Christmas because we wanted it to be short and memorable. And maybe you could do that for your hub as well. But if you decide to make a hub for your church, here's the two things I want you to keep in mind, all right? Number one, you have to dedicate yourself to using it and constantly pushing your church people there. And then you gotta make sure it's designed and laid out well so that way when people get there, they're more likely to engage and use that webpage. Now, I know I already talked a lot about benefits that could happen with you using a church hub, central hub for your church, but here's some other benefits that kind of go along with having a hub for your church. Now, the first thing is it gets people to your website to become more familiar with it. So many times, once someone's joined your church, very rarely do they ever re-engage with your church's website. And if you want people to engage and use your church website, you constantly need to have a way to push people to using your website, and having a hub allows people to do that. Another thing is, is it gets more people on your website to view your website, which helps out with your stats, which in turn, Google loves, and we'll see that people are actively engaging with your website. And then another benefit is if you use a hub rather than updating your website all over this thinking place is you really only need to update one web page on your website all the time. Now, granted, you should be updating your website, I would say at least every single year with new pictures, some new content, make sure your times and dates and places and all these different things are actually, you know, up to date so you can show Google that your website's not actually dead. But if you don't want to upset your website, uh, uh, upset, if you don't want to update your website every single week, having only one place that you need to update every single week will save you so much time and still have it be highly engaging with your church. Now, I will say this with a hub, you can set it up where you don't really need to update it that often. Now, maybe you only ever need to update it when there's a specific event you want to sign up for, but there's different things on your hub that you can put on there that you never need to update ever again, and that could be a plan your visit, how to become a member, what are the different life groups that are going on, how do you sign up to serve in different serving opportunities. You can do it in such a way where you don't, or, or just fill out a serving request form, or here's the connect card. You can set it up where you really don't need to actually update it that often. However, the more Again, easy you make it for people to engage with what's on the hub, the more likely people are actually going to use it. So here's the final question that we have to ask before we land the plane on this conversation. That's simply this. How do you get people to this page? And the answer is simple. 
You push it in every single service, in every single announcement, in every single correspondence you do. Direct people to the hub page on your website. Make the URL very easy to follow, like mychurch.com forward slash hub, or buy a new domain and redirect it to that new page. Actually make it easier for people to find events and register for those events and find small groups on that page. So anytime you have a new event sign up, you tell people, go to the hub, go to the hub, go to the hub, and people will actually get to the page and actually engage with it. Another one, these are kind of a couple separate ideas, is intentionally have a big event where you want to roll the hub out with. So if you're doing a very, very big event and you need signups for that event, such as like, I mean, it could be as simple as a potluck where you want people to sign up to bring in certain things, or it could be VBS volunteer registration. And you say, we are doing something new to help it make it easier on our admin department to follow up and also make sure that all the slots are filled and we're not just losing paper all over the place. Do Here's how we're going to do it. Sign up here on the website to do it. And make sure you take time in your service to actually do it. Because if you just tell people, hey, you know what? Go home, go to the hub. You can sign up for VBS. People may never do it. Something I learned from a very, very, very small church that I attended in college, church of 40 people, was the best way that they ever got event signups for anything, whether it was the monthly dinner or VBS or whatever, is they actually passed around a clipboard with a sheet of paper during service for multiple weeks leading up to that specific event. In the same way that churches did that and passed around a sheet of paper, tell people to whip out their phones and actually sign up for the event. Now, to be honest with you, you may have some pushback with the older generation. And I fully get that. And I fully understand that. And you need to know the context of your church. And maybe passing around paper is honestly just the easier way to do it. And you don't need to add a hub to your website. That's totally okay. But at the same time, as we are stepping into a digital culture, more and more things are going online as the upcoming generation, which was my generation, officially have mortgages. Millennials got mortgages now. We have Gen Z that's coming up. That's the upcoming generation. But even more than that, there's a different generation, what we're calling Generation Alpha, coming up behind Gen Z. And those kids are in like junior high right now, if I remember right. So as the world changes and progresses, digital ministry and digital media is the way of the future. And the easiest way to do it is to create a central hub for your church on your website where you direct people to every single time to make a next step. And then also be able to know how to get involved with the life of your church. You know what? I just thought about this. This wasn't even my notes. Here's another thing you can do with the hub. And I know a lot of churches do this as well. If you don't want to force people to use their phones to go in onto the hub and sign up or whatnot, you could also very easily make this the main place that is on an iPad at your Connect Center too. So if you want to tell people, hey, if you want to sign up for this event, either go to the hub right now, or if you don't want to, go visit the Welcome Center after service to sign up for that, where they are greeted with somebody who's on a computer or on an iPad, and they do their registration right there on the iPad. This reinforces in your church's mind that whether you go to the Connect Center or you do it by yourself, you are stuck using technology. And this is a great way to help push people in the right direction to use digital platforms well to better engage with your church. And hopefully by doing this, you could have better follow-up, you could have better just collection of your data and help your website start serving your church today. 
Well, guys, just like always, it was an absolute pleasure hanging out with you again this week on the Small Church Media Podcast. Hit up the show notes to see the different links for things I mentioned, such as the Hub or the Tidely or Sermon Shots. And there's also the free resource library over at smallchurch.com. Media. Now, I do have to say it's it's kind of hard to keep up with, you know, creating new resources for the small church dot media. But the really fun thing that I was able to do for you guys is to create that free mini course on how to make sermon graphics using Canva free, everything free, all by yourself, no subscription needed. So enroll in that course over at smallchurch.media, hit up that free resource library. And if you have any questions at all about the show, whether you have a question about what I've said in the show, or you just want to help me out with the show and giving your honest feedback, go to smallchurch.media forward slash help to help me make this show better for you guys. Just like always, leave a rating review wherever you listen to podcasts. Share this episode with somebody in your small church network who you think would benefit from having a hub for their church or just to engage with the content that we're creating here on the Small Church Media Podcast. And that would mean the absolute world to me. Next week, we're continuing our conversation in our website series. So come back. We're going to learn more about how to make your website serve your congregation and serve those outside your church walls. So until then, I hope you have a great week and we'll see you next time on the Small Church Media Podcast. The Small Church Media Podcast is a part of Mark Hyde Creative.